Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us today for part two of how to take your business mobile and even more specifically how to start your own food truck or mobile unit or food tent whatever you may be thinking of as you're taking your business out into the field. If you didn't get a chance to listen to part one, we did a little deep dive into how we started in our mobile business and some really good takeaways as to how you can think about how you might start your own mobile business and some little tactical things and other stories along the way about how our business kind of came to be. So be sure to go back to part one if you have not listened. That's episode 14. We are going to talk about more tactical things on how once you've got your mobile business, how do you actually make it successful? We've done hundreds of events. We didn't just succeed because we showed up. There are actually some tactical things that we did intentionally to help make our mobile business a success. One of the things that I feel makes a food truck or a mobile unit successful is consistency. I would say like any business, I feel like the getting to the starting point for me is like the easy part. Like all that is super fun, development, buying new stuff, creating all that stuff. The hard part for me, and I would say for most people, is continuing that for a long period of time. What makes someone successful is doing the boring crap over and over and over again. It's a routine that you have to do all the time. You have to consistently show up. You have to do what you say. You have to stay even if there are no customers. You have to just do all these things that are very stressful and you have to keep doing it over and over and over again. The boring crap is having to set up, having to wash dishes, having to do inventory, having to do communications with organizers and getting health department permits, having to get cash, having to count cash, really boring. Especially if you're someone like me who is a creative person who is not the best at just doing the boring stuff over and over and over again. It was really, really important to me from day one as a part of our reputation as a person, as a business, that we would be reliable. I have worked events when it was 10 degrees outside. I have worked events when there were six inches of water on the ground. Main thing was we are going to show up. If we have committed to be there from 12 to 7, we will be there from 12 to 7. We will open on time and we will close till the very end. This culture that we develop, that we show up and we stay no matter what, really translated deep into our team because one time we had this event and it was almost tornadic. This guy who's running the booth is calling us and he's got one hand on the tent trying to keep it from flying away. And he's talking to us and saying, hey, the organizers are telling me that I have to leave the booth, but I'm not supposed to leave the booth. What do I do? And, and we're like, get out of the tent and go to safety. They were so committed to what we had taught and what we really believed in that they were putting their own safety at risk, which is never what we want to do. But they were just so committed because we as a team and as a company were committed to our commitments. When you're in a mobile unit, it's easy to call off and say, well, I'm just not going to show up. But to me, it was much more important to build that rapport with organizers because we want to be able to come back and also for customers 
I want to be there for them because I don't want hundreds of people to show up and think, well, where's the crank and boom booth showing up every time, even when the conditions are not ideal, even when you're making no money. We want to be people's favorite food truck. Tao here, popping in to share my excitement about one of my favorite companies in the whole world, Holly Hill & Co. If you are like me and are obsessed with food, especially local food, you will appreciate those special ties that happen around the table. Holly Hill & Co. believes, like I do, that food creates connection and community unlike anything else. That's why they take care to strengthen the ties across the generations between family, the farmer, and the land, all the way to the food that ends up on your table. You can experience exactly what this means at one of Holly Hill's nine unique Central Kentucky restaurants and through their beautiful emails. If you're in Kentucky, be sure to find the nearest location and get ready for an amazing experience with the most fantastic food. Holly Hill's co-founder is none other than my dear friend, James Beard-nominated chef Weta Michael, who's been a force on the Kentucky food scene for over 20 years. Learn more about their incredible food community by visiting hollyhillandco.com, where you'll find stories, recipes, how-tos, and even curated gifts. Again, that's hollyhillandco.com, and let them know that Tao from Crankin'Boom sent you. If you've been listening to the show for a little bit now, you know that I believe in the emotional and magical power of food. A big part of the mission statement of Crank and Boom is igniting laughter and spreading joy. Ice cream is our gateway of delivering that to people, and Gold Belly is our partner in the actual delivery of our ice cream to all 50 states. They ship the most famous, the most regional, iconic food from all around the country right to your door. So even if you don't live in the place you grew up, but you really miss your New York bagels or Southern fluffy biscuits, you can get them shipped to wherever you'd like. Additionally, you can try foods from famous chefs like Nancy Silverton or Danny Meyer. Gold Belly is America's number one food marketplace for all your foodie dreams. If you haven't taken advantage of Gold Belly's amazing offerings, run over there right now to their website, goldbelly.com, and ship yourself a little happy today. That's goldbelly.com, and be sure to add a collection or two of Crank and Boom ice cream to your cart while you're at it. I would say a very, very close number two, if not a co-number one, would be marketing. One thing that I thought was very helpful for me, thinking about marketing, I think of a mobile unit as marketing that basically you get paid for. So you're going out to events, you are most likely getting in front of audiences that are not your regular audience. When we started out, we had a cart and a tent, and that's actually still our mobile setup today. As they got to know us, if I go to an event and look for the purple tent, that's where you're going to find us. And I cannot tell you how important it is to actually have your name on your tent. Please have the name of your business on your tent or on your truck. Because I can't tell you how many places I walk by and like, who is that? You know, what is it? Who is it? Make sure it's big and that they can see it. How do people know where we are? Post your schedule and post it early in the week. Most of your events are probably going to be at the end of the week. You want to make sure people have time to plan. If you have your schedule, do a monthly schedule that says, here's all the places we're going to be. If you have a website, Please put your schedule on your website so people know where to find it. And then the day that you are at the event, actually post a picture of your booth 
and maybe what you're offering. Do a video of your specials. Make a video of someone eating your special. Make sure you tell people where you are and what hours you will be there. You communicate with your community and your fans where you're going to be because they're going to want to know where you're at. And they're the ones who are going to be there marketing. Be sure you have good signage. That is so important. Make sure you show people what you are offering and then your business name. I'll share one little trick that we have always used. People do not like going to an empty booth. It's just human psychology. I've seen it so many times. If there's like no one at the booth, it's like, why? It makes you wonder why no one's there. I feel like people are more willing to wait 30 minutes in line for something than to go to an empty booth and wait not at all because your psychology is thinking, well, what are all those people waiting for? It must be good. And then this other booth has nobody. Maybe it's not so good. Mike and I would actually stand in front of our own booth and just talk to whoever was working at the booth or we'd go roam around or we'd recruit friends to come talk to us and stand in front of our booth. And then once a line started forming, we would get out of line. But usually it would be enough to attract someone to come say hi to us or come check out what was going on. So there you go. That's the secret. Number three, building relationships. This is with organizers. This is with regulators. This is with other food truck people or other booths around the events. We had great friendships with the folks that we would see on the scene whether they were a food truck or whether they were a food business or whether they were selling something else. It's awesome to be a part of that community. And I think when you're especially in a food truck space, there's a certain camaraderie with having been in the weeds with other people, other people who are willing to be out there in the sun and the heat and the rain. There's a certain brotherhood, sisterhood <laughs> that connects you when you are willing to put yourself out there in that space and you're working when other people are having fun. Build that relationship with your customers as well as organizers because having organizers be your best friend is your best shot of having success. We need to be cooperative and collaborative people because the organizers want the event to be a success. We want the event to be a success and this is how you just work with other human beings. So we always make sure to be very kind. We love our organizers. We love our neighbors, whoever we are next to, and we just make it work. There's a reason you're in food service, because you love food. And then also you just love the act of serving people. For me, I love producing something and then being able to share it. It just blows my mind that this gets to be my job. And being able to creatively put something out there that other people like and enjoy and love and will get in line for, I think it's just a great way to just get out into the field, meet your customers, get feedback, get paid for it, and enjoy the process because it can be really, really fun as well. So being consistent, market, building relationships. If you do those things, I mean, it's rock solid.
Thank you so much for listening to the Crank and Boom podcast. If you want business advice and tactics like this every week, click that follow button wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode with us. Also, if you like what you heard today, it would mean so very much to me if you would leave us a review. That helps other people find us. And I would also love to hear more about what topics you'd like for us to dive into on the show. I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time, peace. This is a production of Four Eyes Media.